Hello, my name is Jeremiah Ruderboss. Welcome to Journal Review. The purpose of this podcast is to break down journal articles and explain their meaning and significance in an educational way. Each podcast will focus on exercise and fitness, lifestyle, or nutrition. By reviewing a variety of topics related to exercise and fitness, lifestyle, or nutrition, I hope to provide useful information to those who wish to optimize their physical well-being. Hello and welcome to another episode of Journal Review. Uh, This is Jeremiah and I'm sorry it's been a little bit since I've posted a podcast episode. I've just been a little busy finishing up school with exams and of course uh, the Christmas holidays and everything like that. But for today we have a very, very interesting plant to look at. It is known as St. John's Wort, also known as Hypericum perforatum. This plant is widely used in the field of medicine. It has many, many uses for many health conditions, ranging from dermatological conditions to mental illnesses. Some of these dermatological conditions that St. John's Wort is known for uh, treating would be burns, wounds, contusions. Uh, A study even found that in patients with atopic dermatitis, um, because of bacterial infection, um, that that St. John's wort, or an extract of St. John's wort, uh, topically applied to this dermatological condition would result in a better healing effect better healing effect on this tissue that had the condition. So um, the patients had symmetrical atopic dermatitis and they were treated with both a placebo topical cream and uh, a hypericum uh, perforatum one on opposite sides of their bodies. And the intensities, it, well, like the healing was measured on redness, crust pal- population, um, and itch, um, itchiness, picking, picking at it, whether it was tough or leathery, and whether it flaked off. And so these variables um, were measured, and after four weeks of treatment, the results indicated that placebo had improved less than the St. John's wort application. So there you go. Um, very useful for... Um, dermatological issues. But beyond dermatological issues and what St. John's Wort or SJW is known for um, more widely is the area of mild to moderate depression or in some instances major depression. So I believe the Commission E, which is a kind of like a comprehensive review of all of the literature done on plants, um, says that St. John's wort is actually effective, um, has been shown to be effective for mild to moderate, not so much major. So um, just keep that in mind with all these studies. So in a review article of 29 studies, the conclusion formed that St. John's wort was more effective than placebo, uh, than the placebo intervention. So these studies showed that St. John's wort had a similar effectiveness as standard antidepressants with significantly fewer side effects. Now, hyperichum has been shown to inhibit the uptake of chemicals such as dopamine, serotonin, norepinephrine, and GABA, 
Although the 29 studies were not homogenous in their findings, generally they pointed to the efficacy of um, this plant for treating major depression. So another area that Hypericum perforatum shows great potential in is the alleviation of neuropain. So diabetic peripheral neuropathy is sometimes painful. Uh, this is in people with diabetes, and a lot of times people with diabetes lose feeling or sensation uh, in their appendages, uh, sometimes leading to the loss of the appendage. Um, and so in this case, it was people who were experiencing painful symptoms due to this diabetic neuropathy. Um, so it's a common, common uh, disorder, especially in obese populations like America. And so this study looked at a look at looked at lab rats with this condition, and this these lab rats were given St. John's wort, selected for its anti-inflammatory and analgesic properties, um, in conjunction with feverfew, which is a treatment commonly used for aches and pains. And the results of the study found that. St. John's wort's extract had a significant analgesic effect um, and even increased the pain threshold of the rats. And these findings were done on rats, obviously. So there should probably be more research done on this area in order to fully uh, explore these benefits. While these, all of these benefits that I've mentioned so far seem great and they do help people, and especially with depression, um, St. John's wort is a great drug for that. Um, however, there is a, another side of the drug that the general population must be aware of when using St. John's wort. And so patients who take St. John's wort for issues such as depression, uh, while concomitantly taking other medications, there can be devastating health consequences. So many drugs such as immunosuppressants, um, like cyclosporin, uh, HIV protease inhibitors, oral contraceptives. These are, these are just a few. So many big, widely used drugs are rapidly metabolized when taking uh, St. John's wort. This is due to um, hypericum perforatum's impact on a pregnane X receptor, PXR, this is due to the plant's impact on pregnant X receptors, or PXR. When these receptors are activated by St. John's wort, uh, the expression of certain enzymes, such as monooxygenase, cytochromes, cytochrome P450 slash CYP3A4 is upregulated. So this probably means nothing, but these enzymes are known for their broad substrate specificity, as well as their ability to degrade a vast number of pharmaceuticals. So when you, when you upregulate this CYP3A4 uh, gene expression, many pharmaceuticals, such as the ones that I had mentioned, the uh, HIV protease inhibitors, the immunosuppressants, these types of drugs are very, very quickly metabolized before they get a chance to act. And so this renders any co-administered drugs to St. John's wort ineffective when taken with St. John's wort. So one hypothesis is that hypericum perforatum um, or another a substance within St. John's wort uh, known as hyperforin 
activates metabolic pathways that play a role in defending the human body against toxicity of other ingested plants by swiftly filtering and metabolizing any harm, harmful chemicals. So it might be a defense mechanism, but of course we need to be aware of this and use it uh, safely and effectively with other drugs. <clears throat> so in addition to the other drug categories that I mentioned, the HIV protease inhibitors, the immunosuppressants, uh, products containing St. John's wort are also known to interact with antibiotics, anti-asthmatic medications, and anticoagulants. Um, and so when these are all inhibited, you can imagine that uh, you would have some probably desperate situations uh, in the case that, that people wouldn't didn't know it affected that. So um, lastly, the metabolites of St. John's wort provide an additive effect for people who take it with prescription antidepressants, which causes serotonin syndrome, So, which is another medical emergency. So while this disposal mechanism of St. John's work could potentially be, potentially be great if we ingested something harmful, um, people do take drugs that they rely on for survival. So Obviously, in an event that a patient is using St. John's wort with other medications, this is problematic to the other medications because they'll be quickly broken down and rendered ineffective. So something must be done to kind of solve this problem. And so a couple common solutions have been proposed to this issue. Um, they are to completely stop the selling of St. John's wort or to sell it as a behind-the-counter drug with the consultation of a pharmacist, or to develop another uh, form of hypericum perforatum uh, with the same antidepressive properties, but without activating uh, pregnane X receptors. So as you might come, as you might um, think that discontinuing St. John's wort treatment for certain conditions is one solution to its effect of on pharmacokinetics in the human body. However, there is no other option but to stop uh, St. John's wort treatment. A review must be done on the individual's management of depression. So one effect of St. John's wort withdrawal is that individuals should be aware of a sudden increase in pharmaceutical blood levels. And so this could be potentially toxic. So if you're taking medications while you're taking St. John's wort and then all of a sudden you stop taking St. John's wort, the levels of medications previously that may have worked for you will spike could spike drastically, and uh, this could cause serious issues. So regardless of whether stopping St. John's wort treatment is necessary or not, clear and proper labeling of this type of medication is essential for preventing any negative uh, health effects. Or another potential solution is to make uh, St. John's wort strictly a behind-the-counter medicine. So while this alteration would not require your doctor to prescribe St. John's wort, it would require that only a pharmacist would have the ability to distribute this drug to you. So this is important because the pharmacist is highly trained in understanding how drugs interact. Maybe some people buying it had read something online and weren't quite aware of all the effects that it could have on, on their body and especially the other drugs that they're taking. And so making St. John's wort a behind-the-counter drug would give the pharmacist an opportunity 
<clears throat> to kind of screen what other drugs an individual might be taking for any potential negative interactions that could uh, occur between the <clears throat> between the uh, compounds. So and another alternative to maybe making it a behind-the-counter drug or stopping treatment with it uh, would be ensuring that it still retains antidepressive properties while not increasing other drug metabolism. So little research has been done to uh, in the realm of bioengineering, but there is highly advanced technology that makes this sound like a reasonable solution. Despite there being some concerns with nanoengineering, such as toxicity and inconsistent reproducibility, there is clear use for this method. So to date, technology has allowed researchers to modify target tissues even and even distribution within tissues. So one example of how well nanoengineering medicines can work is in the case of malignant melanoma. So with construction and use of nanoparticle blocks uh, composed of what's called decarbazine. The treatment of malignant melanoma has been shown to have significant side effects. So this example has been shown to have no significant side effects. So with this method. And so this example is included to show how effective nanoengineering can be at alleviating the side effects of uh, treatments as potentially harmful as cancer therapy. So while this option is intriguing, uh, the possibility depends on if any modification could be beneficial, how easy it is to modify St. John's work chemical structure, and definitely with a lot more money and a lot more research uh, directed to this area. Uh, altering the chemical structure of St. John's work could be a viable solution. Um, this medical development could enable patients to not worry about taking St. John's wort along with other medications because um, if we could remove the in elevated the elevated metabolism effect of it, it would be extremely beneficial for uh, the population suffering with mild to moderate depression. Thanks for listening to this episode of Journal Review. This podcast is for informative use only. I am not a professional, so please do not take any of this information as medical advice.